With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 503, welcome back in. The Todd Bromwell Camp Show with Alex Kuhn coming your way on Eastern Iowa's home for ESPN Radio, 1600 AM, 1023, 106.3 FM in Cedar Rapids and Iowa City, respectively, and the all-new Jim OT, 107.5 FM, also online at KGYMRadio.com. Plenty more to get to. If you missed anything from today's show, full two hours available for you online in podcast form. Same goes for the gym class earlier today as well. Rob Howe, HawkeyeNation.com, joining us in studio. We'll get a little deeper and circle back around to Iowa and Indiana last night, what lies ahead for the Hawkeyes as they head to Minneapolis this week in Williams Arena to take on the Gophers. But first, we always kick off the big hour, brought to you by Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City with a special guest when one is available to us, and Rob is Lined up Nicholas Bear to come on with us this evening. Nick had a great Hawkeye career last year, now chasing his professional basketball dreams in the G League. And Nicholas, how are things going for you, man? Good to hear from you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, things are going well. Um, up here in Toronto right now, um, we're doing, we have our all star break right now, so we have a little bit of time off to rest and recover to uh, you know, finish the season strong. For those that don't know, what's life like in the G League? Life like in the G League, um, it's, I mean, it's good. We, like, travel quite a bit. Um, we've played, so so far we've played 35 games um, already, and we have 15 more to go. So 50-game season. Uh, there's a lot of change, a lot of roster changes. Um, I think it's something that I've learned a lot is adjusting on the fly and being able to adapt quickly because there's players getting, you know, traded, cut, or there's just a lot of, a lot of movement, a lot of different, um, things going on so just adjusting to that lifestyle but at the same time understanding what you know your job is and what your role is and continuing to do that at a high level. Nicholas what did playing at Iowa and in the Big Ten do to prepare you for professional basketball? Yeah I think playing at Iowa in particular um, I think definitely taught me how to take a very business-like approach to basketball and how to understand that like the importance of being a professional. Um, I think that starts with Coach McCaffrey definitely um, taking the charge there and um, making sure that we're prepared every every day and every for every game. And I think that's something that I've transferred um, here to start my professional career, uh, that business-like approach. And also, you know, playing at a high level in the Big Ten, um, you know, best conference in, in the nation, I think that helped prepare me as well. Um, and, you know, as every level, you know, you go up, the athletes are better. The players are better. Um, I think um, my time in, in Iowa and playing in the Big Ten definitely helped me uh, prepare me for where I'm playing at right now. Nicholas Baird joining us on the Big Hour, brought to you by Hawkeye Title and Settlement, averaging about 17.6 minutes, 5.4 points a game for Raptors 905. Uh, what's the feedback been like? You always, you, you're always you constantly getting feedback in the G League, what do you need to work on? What's going well for you? What are you hearing from coaches and front office personnel? Yeah, I think something I really appreciate about uh, Raptors Now Five is they're very meticulous with their data collection and you know understanding you know how to give good feedback. And I think some for me is to continue to work on my outside shooting. I think that's something that I can do. That's valuable, picking and popping, spreading the floor that way. And I think um, something that you know just similar to my time at Iowa, you know, being able to play with high energy uh, for the minutes that I'm in there, um, being able to help defensively and you know, move, keep the ball moving, not have the ball stick too much. And 
Um, I think the main feedback I've gotten is to continue to you know shoot the ball at a high at a high rate and um, just keep playing as hard as I can when I can. The role that you played at Iowa, similar to the role now that you're playing in the G League, coming off the bench, playing about 18 minutes per game. What are the keys to being able to do that? To be being able to uh, kind of come off the bench fresh and, and, and make an impact in the game right away because you were able to really do that for much of your career in Iowa City. Yeah, I think the important part is being able to stay ready at all times. Um, and, you know, I think in the G League I'm learning, you know, you don't get quite as much rest in between games. So, um, you know, in college you get about two, pretty much two, sometimes three days in between games. But in the G League you get pretty much one and sometimes you get back-to-back. So it's about how how well do you take care of your body? Um, and specifically for me, someone who whose value comes from playing with high energy, um, making sure that I you know have my energy levels high. Um, by taking care of my body, getting proper rest, I think that's important. But um, I think it's just important to understand what you do, what your role is, and to fulfill that role as best you can. Be honest, you didn't see this coming from Luca, did you? From Luca? Yeah. Uh, not entirely. That's interesting. I mean, I didn't necessarily see it coming, but now that I've seen it develop, I'm not entirely surprised. So well, I think it's kind why? of like that. Um, I think understanding that, you know, we had some guys graduate or transfer or go to the, you know, go to the NBA, um, and I think that left a void that Luca's really taken advantage of, and I think he's done a phenomenal job. I mean, obviously, like on the court, like I mean, he's playing at a national player at the year level, um, but I think also his leadership skills and how he's been able to lead this team uh, that's been really impressive as well how does how does his preparation and practice and his routine how does that match up against guys that you see in practice in the professional ranks yeah i think you know luke is a guy who's always in the gym i think you ask anybody um you know whether it's there before practice there after practice you know he's going in on his own i think that similar work ethic is what i'm seeing at this at the professional level um, and I think that's important, you know, no matter what level you're playing at right now, if you're in high school, you know, college, professionally, I think developing that strong work ethic that Luka Garza definitely has is really important as people want to progress. And, you know, if you want to play at the highest level possible, you have to continue to do the things that you did in high school and college and continue to work that way. Rob has talked about it before, the position that you played in high school versus the position that you played in uh, college and now you're playing uh, in the G League, you had to develop an outside shot. And when you look at Luca Garza, he's developed every part of his game so unbelievably to the point where he's playing out to the three-point line. He's hitting three-point shots at a consistent pace. How much time in the gym does it take to develop a skill like that that may not be your strong suit? Yeah, you know, the interesting thing about Luca is I remember when he came in on his visit, I was his host, and we played like Two on, we were playing like two on two, three on three, just like we had like some really like open gym type of thing. And he was just knocking down outside shots like consistently. Like it was like you had to like press up like really closely on him. I think Luca's always had that outside shot. I think he's starting right. to shoot it with a bit more confidence now. Um, but I think, I mean, he's worked on his shot a ton. I mean, like I said, like he's always in the gym. I mean, I think they have like a journey episode coming out about him if it hasn't come out already uh, about him and his dad. So, and, and like just, how like hard he works in the off season, and I mean it's just one of those things where like it's it's, it's in your own hands. Like if you want to progress, if you want to you know, continue to develop your skill set, like you just got to find a gym and get get as many shots up as you can, and uh, continue to try to work to shoot the same shot every time, and just keep working at that. You talked about the the level of talent and athleticism as you go up each level of basketball. Um, I've heard the knock on Luke, he's just not athletic enough, and he's going to have trouble playing in the NBA because of that, foot speed, things like that. You're, you're around guys that, that are going to play in the NBA, and hopefully you make it mm-hmm. there as well. How do you see his game translating to the next level? Yeah, I don't think it's a really good habit to try to doubt Luka Garza. I don't <laughs> think that's something that a lot of people should do. Um, so I think, I mean, he's playing at a really high level right now. I know he's got, I mean, low post moves, like, that are really patented, like very talented there. But I think you mentioned earlier his ability to shoot. Um, I think that being able to spread the floor, that's really valuable for him. Um, defensively, he's, I think people don't really talk about that as much. I mean, obviously his offensive numbers are incredible, but defensively he's really improved too. Um, you know, being able to stay out of foul trouble, being able to 
protect the rim. Like, I think he had four blocks last night, four or five blocks last night. And, I mean, I know, yeah, he might not be the most athletic, but he really, like, he plays angles well. Like, there's some centers in, in the league that aren't necessarily, like, the most athletic, but they can they play the angles well and they, they vertical really well. They can still protect the rim. So, I think given Luca's skill set, like, how skilled he is offensively, like, there's definitely positions for him to play professionally. Nicholas Baird talking with us for a few more minutes here on KGYM. I know you, your brother is on the team, so I imagine you are probably still following along pretty closely. But what have you thought of, of this uh, run so far that the team has been able to to make to this point this year? Yeah, you know, I try to watch, you know, whenever I can. Um, I was able to watch last night and like last few games, thankfully, so that's been good. But yeah, I mean, I've been impressed with them. I think Coach McCaffrey's doing a heck of a job. Um, you know coaching these guys and you know given how many injuries they're having right now they're kind of getting bit by the injury bug quite a bit but i think they're still in good hands i think that i mean obviously i think the position you want to be at this point of the year is being able to control your own destiny and i think that's something that they definitely have right now um and it's been i mean it's been a lot of fun to watch luca garza absolutely it's been fun to see uh the emergence of tj frederick like that's been something that's been really fun to watch as well and um, just seeing these guys all play together. And, you know, I seen last year, like, I knew all these guys. So I'm um, still, like, staying in touch with them and being able to watch them and deve- and watch them continue to develop. Speaking of C.J. Frederick, I know a lot of fans right now are biting their fingernails waiting to find out the prognosis of his ankle. But I think he kind of mm-hmm. went through a similar situation that you did your freshman year where it was kind of a tough decision whether or not to redshirt. And he, he redshirted, you redshirted, it clearly benefited. You guys were ready to go your redshirt freshman mm-hmm. season. What is that like? What is that year like, and and how beneficial was it for you? Yeah, I think the biggest thing, the reason why I wanted to redshirt is because I knew I needed to improve my strength. I mean, I came in at I was like six, seven, one hundred eighty pounds. Um, so like pl- being able to play the Big Ten that way, that wasn't going to work that well. But um, by the time I came back next year, I was at right around two hundred. So being able to put on twenty pounds that really helped me, and also just. You kind of have you can it builds your confidence a lot too. I think that's the part that people don't really understand is being able to be on the scout team. As long as you're running the, the plays like that, they're setting up for you the right way. Like you can pretty much do like you can be aggressive. Like you can like no shots really a bad shot for the most part. Like you get really get a chance to develop your game. I think you know right now a lot of people want to play right away. They want to play right away and uh, feel like that they have to be playing to you know improve their um, their career, but and being able to take that year was really important for me, and I think it's definitely proven dividends for CJ Frederick as well. You're being, you know, in a, you know, close to Toronto. What, what's it like up there? What's it like being in a new city for you? Kind of first, yeah, time pretty far away from home. Your parents were pretty close to you when you were in Iowa City, and do you run into Iowa fans up there? Um, I haven't run into a ton of Iowa fans up here, but pretty much any airport where I'm wearing Iowa stuff, I get to go Hawks. <laughs> So I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to. But uh, I'm liking my time up here. Uh, for the most part, um, it hasn't been too different. I mean, it's, the people are still pretty friendly up here. Still cold, so that's good. But, um, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed the people up here, and I'm going to continue to try to finish the season strong. But, um, yeah, so I'm liking it up here, though. Nicholas, a lot of people ask this question, and I, I I can't figure it out, but college basketball, it seems like home court advantage mm-hmm. is so big of a factor. And, and Iowa struggled on the road. It seems like everybody in the Big Ten and in college basketball struggles on the road. Why is it so difficult in college basketball to win on the road? Yeah, I think, I mean, looking at the Big Ten this year, I think they started off like the highest home win percentage in 30 years or something like that. There's some crazy stat I saw, but. I think when you look at specifically the Big Ten, how top to bottom you know, tough it is. I think when you go on the road, there's just there's extra challenges that you have. Um, obviously, with you know people like I mean, you play in a different arena, you play in the hostile atmosphere. But um, I think it's just like it's just tough to win, especially when teams are playing at home. They're more comfortable. Um, I don't think you can necessarily pinpoint like one thing because. If you could, then you know all these teams who are who are struggling on the road would do, would be doing it. But um, I think that's also what makes those road wins that much sweeter, though. Understanding how difficult it is to go to go into someone else's place, and when you do win, you know that makes it that much better. And I think for me, like my 
some of like my most fond memories, my like best memories I had are after road wins, and that's what you know that makes them so much more special is knowing how difficult they are to come by. Uh, we part ways with a question on the text line for you, Nicholas. 0905 wants to know what part of your game you think has developed the most from your redshirt year to now. From my redshirt year to now, I would say definitely my outside shot. I think that's something that um, I'm continuing to work on. But I think just coming out of high school, like, I really wasn't shooting threes hard at all. And then I think, even like playing professionally now, making an adjustment to obviously like the lines for their back. So making that adjustment to shooting you know, a little bit deeper, um, that's been something. But, you know, I think I've always played with a high, high level energy and be able to affect the game that way. Um, but, but I think really working on, you know, my three point shot, be able to spread the floor. That's something that's been something I've always been working on and going to continue to work out too. All right. Great stuff, Nicholas. Enjoy the time off and uh, we wish you the best. Hopefully we'll see you in the NBA awesome. someday. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Nicholas Bear, the former Hawkeye, and Wednesday, March 4th, the Raptors 905 squad is in Hoffman Estates, Illinois, at the Sears Center to take on the Windy City Bulls. That's the good news. You get an opportunity to friends and family go see Nicholas Bear. The bad news is it's uh, it's like an 11 a.m. game. So probably have to make plans to attend that one I, if you want to catch him in person. I want to go to the Paramount Fine Foods Center in Mishawaga, Ontario, to catch a 905 Raptors game, home of the Mishawaga Steelheads of the Ontario Hockey League. I will take your word for it. On I wanted to ask him, and he probably wasn't going to throw any city under the bus, but the travel in that, that league is pretty far-flung. There's a Fort Wayne, Indiana, Uniondale, New York. That's where the Islanders play, right? The Houston, Nassau Coliseum, yeah. the old Coliseum. Greensboro, North Carolina, Lakeland, Florida, White Plains, New York. It's where the it's where Rob's Westchester Knicks call home. <laughs> but uh, Nicholas, Des Moines, Iowa. Who else Des Moines. Wood Woodbury's in the G League still. Is Jock, Peter's, Peter's got to be kicking around I think, somewhere, right? I think Peter Jock went overseas. I okay. think he kind of moved on to the. Hey, I need to make some more money. Let's make some more. Yeah, <laughs> and then. It's good work if you can get it, the overseas money, but the G League is the direct tie, and Nicholas still working on some things there, but I don't think too many people would have expected him to be in this position when he first got to Iowa. He was such a Swiss Army knife for Fran McKay. You don't think that Fran would love to have him on the roster this year, just one more year, and especially right now, that type of player where you can just deploy him as a starter, as a reserve Gives you good minutes, can play a couple different positions, knock down shots, grab some rebounds. They would kill for a guy like that right now. His uh, it was the the game they got just destroyed by Villanova in the NCAA tournament. That was the time. That was the first time it opened my eyes to this kid can play at this level. He was playing with NBA players. He was the best guy on the floor that day, hands down. Yeah, hands down. By the way, uh, uh. Peter Jock is playing in France. Adam Woodbury with said Grand Rapids Drive. I thought he was a Fort Wayne mad ant. He was, he with, was at one point in he was. He was Westchester. And he was in Westchester. <laughs> and he was in Stockton with the Stockton Kings. Okay, so he's doing, He's do, uh, Adam is doing the G League tour. 520, we will, let's get a big board update here before we step aside and take a quick break. Uh, Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com in studio with us. Again, a big thank you. To our good friend Steve Anderson of Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the sponsor for the big hour, the 5 o'clock hour here every Friday. Steve and his staff now working on 16 years in the title settlement business on Highway 1 West in Iowa City. We always appreciate his support of KGYM. we got basketball to look back on, Iowa baseball. It's opening day for college baseball. All that and more coming up on the Big Board Update here with Alex. It was a tough night for the Iowa basketball teams. The women suffered a 93-59 to setback at the hands of the C- of Cedar Rapids native Brenda Freeze and the Maryland Terrapins last night in College Park. The Terps are now alone in first place in the Big Ten at 12-2 in the conference, while the Hawkeyes fall to 11-3 in the Big Ten. Things may have actually been worse for the men. Despite 38 points for Luca Garza, Indiana defeated Iowa 89-77. Devontae Green of Indiana was the latest in a long line of players to have career shooting nights against the Hawkeyes. He had 27 points on 7 of 11 from beyond the three-point arc. 
On top of all that, Iowa's third leading scorer, C.J. Frederick, left the game in the first half with an ankle sprain and did not return. It's opening day for the Iowa baseball team. They're in 92-degree and sunny weather in Port Charlotte, Florida, taking on Kent State. That game got underway at 3 p.m. Jack Dreyer was fantastic on the mound for the Hawkeyes. They currently lead it 2 to nothing in the top of the seventh inning. In other Iowa baseball news, former Hawkeye baseball player Justin Toole, who both played and coached in the Cleveland Indians organization, has been elevated to the Major League coaching staff as a hitting analyst. It may be February 14th, but there's no love lost between Cedar Rap- between the Cedar Rapids Rough Riders and Waterloo Blackhawks. Those two rivals are going to battle it out the next two nights with a 7.05 p.m. puck drop in Waterloo tonight and a 7.05 start tomorrow night at the I'm on Ice Arena in Cedar Rapids. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com gives us his thoughts on the direction that the Hawkeyes could be heading in over their final six regular season games. Back with more after this. It's time for some straight talk. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You know what a full court press is in basketball, right? Full defensive coverage with no holes. Well, that's the kind of coverage you get with Straight Talk Wireless. It runs on America's best 4G LTE networks, same as the big carriers, but just for a lot less. Just 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G, saving you up to half the cost of the big carriers. No contract. Full court coverage, half the cost. Straight Talk Wireless, everything for less. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. When you order Little Caesars Deliver, you'll save $5 or more over the other national chains on delivered pizza. It's the cherry on top of your pizza. Well, not an actual cherry, more of a metaphorical cherry, which is kind of a good band name. Hello, we are Metaphorical Cherry! Pizza, pizza. Savings claim is based on the price of a delivered pizza order with delivery fees for the top four national pizza chains on a national basis. Comparison is based on one more large Little Caesars pizzas with up to five toppings and the other three pizza chains comparable large pizzas sold at everyday menu prices. Delivery available from participating locations with online orders only plus sales tax. We've got your best interest in mind. When you park your savings at Depaco Community Credit Union, you could earn more thanks to the above market rates. Locked in or liquid, fixed or variable rate. Depaco has options that give you the access to cash that you need and your accounts are federally insured by NCUA. Your money for good. The deposits you make at Depaco are recycled into loans for your friends and neighbors. Now that's a concept in everyone's best interest. And you'll be money ahead with free tools like you name it savings accounts, savings buckets for whatever you wish, and change up savings rounds up your debit card spending to the nearest dollar, automatically moving that extra change to an account that you choose. Easy money. Let us pique your interest. See all our savings and deposit rates at depaco.com slash rates or call or visit any Depaco office to discuss the many ways we can help you save. It's in your best interest. Depaco is federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Opportunity. Find huge savings now through Sunday during Menard's Crazy Day Sale. Save $40 on this Corver Rocker Recliner, just $149.99. Dutch Boy Forever Interior Flat Paint and Primer in one. It's $17.98 a gallon after rebate. Ironstone Click Vinyl Plank Flooring with Attached Pad is $239 a square foot. Guardian R25 Fiberglass Insulation is $9.99 a roll. These deals are so crazy, they're available in-store only while supplies last. So hurry in to save big during Menard's Crazy Day Sale. Save big money at Menard's. TCB Pool Hall, it's the real deal. Regulation full-size tables, check. Ten of them. Cold beer, check. 26 rotating taps and another 30-plus brews and bottles and cans. $2 domestic bottles, check. Every day of the week. Nobody fake, nothing filtered. That's the kind of place you want to hang out, right? Check. TCB Pool Hall. Hang out, play pool, drink cold beer. The $2 domestic bottles every day kind. At TCB Pool Hall in the heart of the Ped Mall, downtown Iowa City. No matter what kind of entertainment you're in the mood for, sports talk or smart rock, you are covered with KGYM and Smart FM. A walk-off home run at the plate or walk of life from dire straits. A long run from scrimmage or the long run from the Eagles. 
Tune in anytime to satisfy your craving for infotainment. KGYM, 1600 AM, 106.3 in Iowa City, and now on 102.3 in Cedar Rapids. And Smart FM, 95.1 in Cedar Rapids and 98.5 Iowa City. Tune in to KGYM Fridays during the gym class for the announcement of our Athlete of the Week. Proudly brought to you by Sheet Metal Workers Local 263 of Eastern and Central Iowa. 526, welcome back in as we wrap up another week of local programming here on KGYM. Don't forget, local programming will kick off on Monday. Scott Unash and Mark Dukes of the gym class will have their weekly conversation with Mike Halas of the Cedar Rapids Gazette. If you missed their show earlier today, the podcast of the gym class available online at KGYMRadio.com. Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com in studio with us for the next 30 minutes or so. Plenty of Iowa discussion to get to. Men's and women's basketball, wrestling team going for an outright Big Ten title this weekend. But what direction is this team heading in now, Rob, the the men after last night's loss at Indiana? Because I got the sense from a good portion of the fan base last night that there are two camps. Everything's fine or the sky is falling. There's not a whole lot of, of people driving down the middle of the road here with this team now. No, and that's really, I don't get too deep, but that's reflective of society. We have to be polarized, right? We have to be one extreme or yeah, the other. Embrace debate, Rob. <laughs> you know, it's just... <sighs> Losing on the road in the Big Ten against, you know, in a, a tough place to play when you lose one of your best players by 12 points... You know, now we have to figure out how the rest of the season's going to go. We have to predict every game. We have to – let's just see how it plays out. Obviously, it's going to be tough without C.J. Frederick. Um, exchange some messages with his uncle, Joe Frederick, who played at Notre Dame when Fran McCaffrey was a, uh assistant there. And uh, nothing broken, no structural damage – he basically said to me this morning, he's hoping it's not season-ending and they get him back in a couple weeks. So, didn't, didn't look good with him being helped ankle, off. It's a yeah. high ankle sprain. Yeah. And, uh, those people those can, can be nasty. Yeah, and it looked bad when he went down. And I was thinking, uh-oh, Achilles or something yeah. like that. Uh, you take him out of the mix and it just it changes what Iowa can and cannot do. And I think last night uh, where he was missed the most – I was okay offensively, and I know you don't want to have to get 38 and 16 from, you know, your your top. But that's the way this team is built. Wieskamp and Garza are going to carry the offensive load, and it's nice to have Frederick there taking up some of that load. But Frederick's a really good perimeter defender, and Iowa just did not get out. And Devontae Green hit some ridiculous shots last night, but you still have to identify that, okay, this guy's hot. Run him, run him off the line, and Frederick is really good at that. And I thought that's where they missed him the most last night. But the the, the offensive end of the court is sort of where I'm I'm looking at long term with yes. without without CJ Frederick because I'm not great at math, but I do know that those three carry the offense. You, you mentioned Garza and, and Wieskamp, and I think that the job that CJ Frederick does of taking some attention away from. Joe Wieskamp is the most valuable contribution he gives this team because he is a legitimate threat that everybody in the Big Ten knows about. And I said that this three, this one, two, three punch that they have with those three guys is really the most potent offensively that I think they've had in the Fran McCaffrey era. It's been by far the the, the most productive as far as night in and night out. You know what you're going to get for the most part from those three guys. And I just wonder. I think back to that game against Maryland at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. Maryland was awful that night, and and I think Iowa did a good job defensively. They scored 67 points that night, and they won the game. Will they be able to get by and win some of these games without C.J. Frederick on the court? Because that takes away a 11, 12 points a night from your game from your team because you're you're counting on him for those 11 or 12 points. I think they could do it at home. Right. On the road, obviously. They're giving up 90, 90 a game on the Big Ten in the Big Ten road losses. That just you cannot and last night was they gave up sixteen offensive rebounds. 
turned it over 19 times, which led to 25 points for India. You're just not going to win on the road like that. And when you're de- when you're making yourself play extra defense by giving up offensive rebounds and turning the ball over, it's just a recipe for disaster. And they've got to be better at that. I think Toussaint and Evelyn combined for nine turnovers last night. Can't have that out of your point guards. And to your point, Alex, when you looked at Indiana was so willing to let the other players beat them. I mean, Evelyn had two or three drives to the basket where there was nobody around him. He just laid it in. It was like, it was bizarre to see that. We did mention last night, Indiana, one of the better teams in rebounding margin in the country. I don't know how that is, but they continue to, uh, and that was one of the Achilles heels last night for Iowa, undoubtedly. What impact... Or what difference would Cordell Pemsel have made last night if he were available? Well, I think he'd help on the backboards. He's a good rebounder. That's one of the things he does pretty well. He's got some – he takes up some space and gets in there and he fights and, you know, is aggressive on the inside. He can give you some fouls. Um, and he's a fourth-year player. He, he knows what's going on out there. That was uh, really disappointing. To, to for him to let his teammates down like that. And hopefully he comes out charged up Sunday to make up for it. I had a lot of people, as I said, kind of asking, well, why is he getting the minutes that he's getting? Um, and those people are very quiet today, let's just say that. And it's nothing against Riley Till or Austin Ash. I mean, they, they to have walk-ons be able to even give you minutes is a positive, but there's a reason why Pemsel is playing ahead of those guys. Yes. He shows in practice, obviously, what he can do. And we've seen Coriel. He does a little bit of everything. And, um, you know, his absence was big last night. And obviously they're going to need him going forward, depending on how long CJ is out. 319-366-1600 is the number to participate on the First Federal Credit Union text line tonight. Firstfedcu.com slash KGYM is where you can go to get details on how opening a new checking account at First Federal will land you $200. So next up for the Hawkeyes, they got six regular season games remaining, still six quad one games on the schedule. But the next one up, first order of business, a trip to the Twin Cities this weekend. It's a good Minnesota team. It's not a great Minnesota team. Can they win this game without Frederick on the road? Yeah, they can. I mean, they they had a chance to make a few runs late in that game last night. And France technical certainly didn't help. I thought it was goaltending, but you got to be smarter than that. And they just, you know, there was a, I think it was a possession where, a couple possessions where they could have gotten it under 10. And there was once where Bakari had a fast break. He was going and he got caught from behind and turned the ball over. They just made too many mistakes last night. And Indiana is, I watched Indiana throughout this season. They are poorly coached, undisciplined, and they got, they got lucky they had Devontae Green hitting seven out of 11 three-pointers last night. Yeah, there was a point last night where I was sitting there, I think maybe five minutes remaining in the second half, and Iowa had turned the ball over. What would they finish with? They they finished 19. with 19 turnovers. They they had turned the, the ball over over a dozen times. C.J. Frederick was out. They were making just mistake after mistake, and, and you mentioned Devontae Green could not miss, and I was – sitting there and they're down by 10 and you're you're thinking okay well how is this possible and then you realize that Luca Garza just doesn't stop he, he doesn't stop in any situation he he played 40 minutes last night he missed 20 seconds of that game 38 points and it's just that's the, the difference with this team is yeah there are good players around him but the safety blanket that he brings where you know you're going to get at least 25 points from him every single night. And you know you're going to get 10 rebounds, and you know he's going to hit big shots. That's why you, I don't completely discount this team. And that's what that's what's, I think, given this team a lot of confidence, no matter what situation they're playing. And the problem is, like we've talked about, Rob, like you pointed out, on the road, the, the three-point defense has just not been anywhere near good enough. And I'm sure... Today and tomorrow, Gabe Kalsher, 22, Minnesota. 
<laughs> he is on the He's the guy. He's the Devontae Green on Sunday against Minnesota, and he's burned them before. I think it may have been last year up there at Minneapolis where he torched them from the three-point line. Identify where he is, and then I'll be interested to see because Luca obviously outplayed Oturo in Iowa City like he did against Sticks in Iowa City. And then Smith came back when they played in College Park and had a really good game. That matchup on Sunday is going to be key because Oturo is a guy that can play with Luca. I, I don't I th- know. If, I thought he did at times in Iowa City. He did, and I don't think he's a guy that you don't expect him to play even with Luca. But if he can make that a close matchup, it makes that the outcome even that much harder for Iowa on Sunday. And I think has Minnesota been off this week? They've had. They will have had eight days to get ready for Iowa. And Iowa played a night game on Thursday on the road. Come back and play a noon game on Sunday on the road again. That's tough. Down players down to whatever it is, seven scholarship players. Chances that Iowa can rem- can get a top four finish in the regular season and get a double buy at this point. It's Slim. Gonna, it's going to be tough, but I, I wouldn't put it past Iowa just because of the fight I saw last night at Indiana. I don't think, you know, it's not, a, and Luke is a big part of that. Nicholas brought that up, that he just doesn't, it's just hard. Like Wisconsin tomorrow plays at Nebraska. If wins, that's the game that Iowa. I want to say, yeah, they gave it away. That's a game they shouldn't have lost. And now if Wisconsin goes and gets the win tomorrow in Nebraska, that's like an extra. That's an extra win for them. Um, Penn State's got Northwestern at home tomorrow. It just it's not only what Iowa's doing; it's what the teams around it is doing. And also the 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 math here. They're one and five on the road and. They're they're zero and five on the road in the Big Ten against I'll say teams with a pulse. They they've struggled against and really zero and four I should say. I'll throw Nebraska out of there. Realistically, without C.J. Frederick, you're looking and you're saying how many of these remaining three games can they win on the road? Can they pick off one? Can't, would people be happy with one? Can't lose at home, and you can't lose at home. But Ohio State, Penn State, and Purdue. They do. They have to run the table and go undefeated at home, in order to yeah. in order to get into that 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 top four. So I, I. What's the best you hope for on the road? They're at. I, I think one and one and two at Minnesota, at Michigan State, Illinois. I mean, one and two. Yeah, one. And, yeah. So that's that's the reality of the situation. So if you go three and zero at home, which isn't a given, those are all pretty good teams. You know that puts you at what twelve and twelve and eight in the league. Does Correct. That, does that put you in the top four? I don't know. I guess it's possible with the way that the Big Ten looks, but <laughs> it, at least in the top six, right? Yeah, and and a lot of it's the draw too. When you get to Indy, you know which side of the bracket are you on? Are you playing early games? Are you playing those horrible late, late games that are you know everybody's half asleep? We'll see how it shakes out. It's going to be a really interesting Big Ten tournament this year because there are 12 teams that could probably make some noise. And I I still put Iowa in that category, but they're going to need C.J. Frederick to rejoin them sooner rather than later. 5.39. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back and we'll have one last segment with Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com here on Friday's Big Hour brought to you by Hawkeye Title and Settlement. This Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, it's the famous President's Day sale at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers. Save on a huge assortment of colored stone jewelry up to 60% off. All in-stock watches up to 50% off. A blowout case of sterling silver. And a big selection of estate pieces. The President's Day sale, Saturday 9.30 to 5, Sunday 12 to 4, and Monday 9.30 to 6. Only at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers. Corner of Dubuque and Washington, downtown Iowa City. Hey guys, spring cleaning is just around the corner, so get ready at Vernon Village True Value. Yeah, Jim, a heavy-duty interlocking shelving system is just $29.99, and a 2-in-1 24-inch push broom with squeegee is just $18.99. Right, Hal? And you get a free three-pack of best roller covers when you buy any gallon of Easy Care Ultra Premium or Platinum Interior Paint, too. Hey, want their ad delivered to your phone? Yeah! Just text Vernon Village, all one word, to 71441. Vernon Village True Value, 3501 Mount Vernon Road, Southeast, Cedar Rapids. Guys, waking up over and over to pee is not okay. But now, 
you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to pee at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-253-3660. Superbeta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-253-3660. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. Call 1-800-253-3660. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? So you ordered some wipers online with our free same-day store pickup? No problem. We'll grab those for you so you can get back on the road. You know, we also offer free next-day delivery. You just order what you need on AutoZone.com by 10 p.m., and we deliver it to your front door the next day. It's perfect for those projects that can wait until tomorrow. Getting your job done just got easier. Free next-day delivery on eligible items on orders over $35. Restrictions and details at AutoZone.com. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Hiring can be a challenge. As Codable co-founder Gretchen Huebner discovered, Gretchen needed to hire a game artist for her education tech company. So she went to ZipRecruiter.com, posted her job, and found the right person in less than two weeks. How? ZipRecruiter's technology finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. It's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Spain. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash S-P-A-I-N. Welcome back at 543 on a Friday edition of the Todd Brummel Camp Show with Alex Kuhn as we wrap up another week of local programming here on KGYM. Iowa State and you and I in action this weekend. You can catch the Cyclones and Panthers on our various frequencies. Make sure you visit KGYMRadio.com for a full weekend schedule. Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com along with us here over the final, let's call it nine minutes this evening before we all go our our separate ways. I don't know. Is there anything else that needs to be said about Iowa basketball at this point, or have we covered covered all the ground that we can? I mean, it's it's now, not a great let's dig into bracketology, and <laughs> it's not a great place to be in if you're the Hawkeyes. But win the games that are in front of you, and you're still going to be in the NCAA tournament. So hope that hope that CJ Frederick's ankle sprain isn't uh, isn't terrible that he gets back sooner rather than later, and that you can get hot and make a run at the Big Ten tournament. So a couple weeks, if that's the case, would bring him back sort of toward the tail end of the regular season, if my math is correct. Purdue and Illinois. Illinois. That's better than nothing. Yeah. Any wins right now are sort of icing on top of the cake. I I think realistically, the, the not not that the top four – spot in the the double buy in the Big Ten tournament is completely out of reach but without him for a couple of weeks in the stretch that they have I think that it's more about padding their their resume and trying to get the best seed that they can in the NCAA tournament and making sure that it doesn't take a hit the way that maybe it has in years past with with sort of a backslide and I'm not talking about this team fading away but he said the f word I, he, he said not it earlier. supposed to say the <laughs> f word on the air. Today. I said it once, uh, just as Todd did. But um, well, I had to say it in order to say what word we were not going to say. <laughs> right, today. and and I had to say it that that's not what I I was getting at. But I I do think that the top four seed is probably a little bit of a pipe dream at this point. But can they can they win a game on the road? That's going to be a big question. And I think if they're going to win one, it's going to be on Sunday. I just I just don't have any faith in them going away from Carver Hawkeye Arena. I think one, and I think we'd agree on this. You have two all Big Ten level players. Yes, one, the Player of the Year, and then another really good, probably second team all Big Ten. I think Weiss yep. Camp probably makes that gives you a fighting chance every night out. And if they can just tighten up the defense and rebound, and I know that's. That's been the Achilles heel of this program for the last several years, particularly on the road. Comes down to, to those are things that are effort. And you wonder 
if the effort can be there when you're asking the 6'11", 260-pound guy to play 40 minutes every game. You just That's wonder tough. how they hold up. That that was the thing last night. It's it's like, is, is Luca Garza, when he stepped out on the wing with like two minutes to go and buried a triple after he had played... 39 minutes and or whatever he did last night it, it's like my goodness he he's in just ridiculous shape at this point in his career but like he, you said you, you just can't count on him doing that every single night he's batman and we's camps robin and we just need to have some pieces around there um i i I think Connor can make shots. He just seems so tentative. Right. It's it it seems mental with him. Yeah. We, we've seen him Hit I, shot. He's not a bad shooter. And he's big enough, guys, to go inside and maybe get some things in the post, too, with some of the guys he's playing against at, you know, when they're guarding him with guards, with perimeter players. I think he can do that. You think that's something that maybe Joe Wieskamp needs to take more advantage of at times? Because we've seen him do that and do it very effectively. If you if you guys have noticed, when he gets going recently, the last two or three weeks, it's when he goes to the right. basket. It's when he drives to the basket. It's when he kind of just drifts around the perimeter looking for a three-point shot where he kind of disappears at for portions of the game. He can't do that. And I really think, I don't know if you guys are to agree with me, this is time for Ryan Creener. Yeah. This is the end of his career. It's time for him to not get in foul trouble and to play smart basketball. And he has not, and, and he'd admit that, he's not done that the last couple of weeks. 319-366-1600 if you want to chime in on the first Federal Credit Union text line. Tough loss all around last night. Uh, the Iowa women going to Maryland, <sighs> and Maryland's biggest margin of victory since joining the Big Ten over another Big Ten opponent. I Iowa just couldn't do anything last night against the Terps. And Brenda Freeze trotted out the Hoosiers thing with the let me know what type of gum they're chewing. Did you catch that? She They went into the locker room. Was it? The Big Ten Network went to the locker room for her pregame, and she said, I want to know what type of gum the Iowa players are chewing. That's the type of defense we need to play. They did a good job of that, and uh, we'll see uh, We'll see. Iowa can rebound. They've got Wisconsin on Sunday at home. and should get back into the mm-hmm. win column there. And big weekend at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. you got the women taking on Wisconsin, but the Iowa wrestling team taking on Minnesota, an opportunity to, to win an outright Big Ten Championship, and a little bit of news earlier this week. Tom Brands, Terry Brands, Ryan Morningstar getting contract extensions through the 2026 season. I don't think anybody can argue about the direction of the wrestling program at this point. What do you make of the the TJ Bowlers stuff earlier this week? We've only got a couple minutes left. I wish we had more time to get into this, but is this making is this making the rounds on Hawkeye Nation? Oh, yeah. I wrote about this last month. Um, at the at the when the dead period was ending, and he had mentioned to me that Iowa hadn't been in contact with him much, which set the alarm off for the Iowa Hawkeye fans. Why aren't they recruiting this kid harder? And then TJ got back to me the day after my story ran and said that Kelvin Bell and Tyler Barnes, the recruiting coordinator, had contacted him said that Kirk and Brian Ferentz were coming out to his basketball game. His basketball game ends up getting snowed out, and then they lose contact with him again. And then um, Tyler Devine for allhawkeyes.com wrote the story the other day, which was kind of a follow-up on my story, and it was a good good story out of him that TJ again was upset that Iowa had lost contact with him, and that came the same day that Alabama and Texas A&M had offered him Perfect storm. So, yeah, there was a little frenzy in there. But um, I don't know. For Here's what I know about his recruitment with Iowa. He formed a very close bond with Reese Morgan, who started recruiting him. I mean, TJ's been a recruit since he was a freshman. And when Reese stepped away, I think Iowa lost a little bit of that connection with TJ, and it's kind of faded since then. And for whatever reason, it just hasn't reformed. And there's the narratives out there that he wants to play in a 3-4. He told me that that's not going to be the deciding factor. 
it just doesn't seem like there's a good connection there between he and Iowa right now. Iowa will be fine. TJ Bowlers will be fine. We'll all we'll all move on and live a happy life. Whether or not they whether or not they wind up together in the end or not, but it's a story we wanted to make sure that we touched on a little bit with you here in the studio. Three one nine three six six sixteen hundred. Again, the text line. Uh, quite happy to hear from Nicholas Bear earlier today. If you missed our segment with him, you can get the podcast at kgymradio.com. Very quickly, there's another in-state recruit, Rob, that's getting a lot of attention out of Lewis Central. Uh, people are going to hate me for this. Grew up a Nebraska fan. Uh-oh. <laughs> and you'll have that out in the Council Bluffs, Omaha area. I think he likes Iowa a lot. I wrote about him last month, too, and he's really connected well with the coaches. Obviously, tight end is a great you know, Iowa has a great t- tradition at that position, but Alabama offered him same day as it uh, it offered TJ or the day after. So Saban coming into the state, trying to get recruits out of the state of Iowa. Nick Saban. He's done it before. Yes. Went to Cedar Falls, as has Your been point. well documented. If you're you, throwing salt in the wound. If you're talented, <laughs> they will find you. And uh, it's going to be interesting to to follow along with the recruiting exploits here. Gives us something to talk about here in Eastern Iowa. That'll do it for a Friday edition of the program, the Big Hour with Rob Howe of HawkeyeNation.com coming to an end. Again, if you missed anything from today's program, including our segment with Gary Parrish in the 4 o'clock hour, podcast available at KGYMRadio.com. Local programming returns on Monday at 3 o'clock. Friends, let's talk about Daniel. A year ago, he resolved to stop putting off what he wanted to do, get into information technology. Daniel enrolled in My Computer Career and is now already a few months into his IT career. Make 2020 your year. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Classes meet on campus or live online just two times a week. It ain't rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Mycomputercareer.edu. Hey guys, Mike Golick here. Athletes are still athletes when they're off the field. That's why they still need to make good choices, like staying hydrated with Bolt 24, with antioxidant vitamins A and C, electrolyte from watermelon and sea salt, and no artificial sweeteners or flavors. Bolt 24 is all-day hydration for all-day athletes. It's available in delicious flavors like watermelon, strawberry, tropical mango, and mixed berry, and can be found in the sports drink aisle at most major retailers. Bolt 24, all-day hydration. Here's a life hack you won't find in any podcast. The fuel you put in your engine matters. Shell V Power Nitro Plus helps keep your engine running like new because it's engineered with four levels of defense against gunk, sports director Scott Unash. 